0: Good morning and welcome everyone to our worship service from the United Methodist Church, Westlake Village, August 21st, 2022. We are so glad that you have joined us today for worship. This is the day that the Lord has made. We're worshiping online and in person, that is our pattern nowadays, and we'll just continue to be doing that in the months ahead. Mass are recommended, but they're not required, so uh, proceed as you feel comfortable doing. Just be courteous of one another's sense of of health, safety, keeping our distance unless we're drawn closer to one another. A few quick reminders of things going up in the life of the church. Uh, Today's uh, Micah's Bible study, Kingdom Dreams, Violent Realities, uh, concludes with the airing of the film. Uh, the Saltos can tell you more about it. We're doing it today through Zoom at 4, and you should be able to see on the... 3.30. 3:30. 3:30, um, you should be able to see on the thing that comes out of the church, how, what that Zoom address is to connect for that. Uh, Back to School Sunday is next Sunday, not this Sunday. Uh, Christy will be here with us. Um, We'll be presenting Bibles to third graders. We'll be blessing the backpacks and having an ice cream social. So we hope all the families of the church will be able to be with us next Sunday here on campus. And as an extra treat, the crafty ladies who we haven't known that much about during this pandemic because we haven't seen them, been with them, watched them do their crafts. But they've been doing it at home and in garages and in parks over the last couple of years. And they'll be having a special uh, patio sale also next Sunday. So uh, that's just an added plus for being able to be at church next Sunday and, and supporting the, the worshiping family. Today in worship, we begin a sermon series on things that matter to families and how the resources of faith and the church can assist in developing and strengthening families, helping them navigate the journey towards health and towards wholeness that they want for themselves and their family members. All right then, let us center ourselves and prepare for worship. Thank you.
1: call to worship, and remain standing for the hymn and invocation. Let us gather and celebrate the love of God made real in our lives. All, All praise and Lord glory be unto God. God's intention is for us to thrive and help others thrive as well. May God join hands and hearts and together build God's blessed community. Let it begin with us today through this worship. you mm-hmm. up your hearts we lift them up to the Lord let us pray holy God we pray your spirit be upon us in this time of worship that we might be nurtured in our faith and inspired in our lives to follow in the love of Jesus toward all our brothers and sisters help us to rebuild healthy and compassionate relationships that witness to your grace amen
0: Jason and Jordan, Tegan, Tatum,
2: come on up.
0: You all know the Surrattes were so happy to be a part of their lives as they go through this excitement. Jason and Jordan bring forward to us Tatum and Tegan to be baptized this morning. Baptism is a sacrament in Christ's holy church where we're incorporated into God's mighty acts of salvation, and given new birth through water and the Spirit. All this is God's gift to us, offered to us without price. So, parents, I would ask you these questions just as a, as a reaffirmation of your faith, the uh, way in which you're going to uh, help to raise your twins here, as you have with Devon. On behalf of the whole church, I ask you, do you renounce the spiritual forces of wickedness, reject the evil powers of this world, and pledge to resist evil, injustice, and oppression in whatever forms they present themselves? Do you? We do. Do you confess Jesus Christ as your Savior, put your whole trust in his grace, and promise to serve him as your Lord in union with the church which Christ has opened to people of all ages, nations, and races? Hey, family, I'm going to just turn to you and ask you a question so that you can be a part of it this morning. Will you nurture these children in Christ's holy church that by your teaching and example, they may be guided to accept God's grace for themselves, to profess their faith openly, and to lead a Christian life? Will you? We do. All right. Let us join in prayer. Holy God, I pray that you would pour your Holy Spirit out on this water and those who will receive it this morning. For you wash away our sins and clothe us for righteousness throughout our lives so that dying and and being raised with Christ, we may share in his final victory. We give you praise and glory for the wonders of your grace. Let it be so for these children today. Okay, shall we do uh, Tegan first? Hi, Tegan. Tegan Ray, I baptize you in the name of the Father and the Son. And the Holy Spirit. Oh, yeah, some of that water dropped down. Oh. <laughs> May the Holy Spirit work within you that you will have a healthy and happy life and be a faithful follower of Christ Jesus and Jesus' love for all this day and forevermore. Amen? Amen. 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 Okay, Tatum. Tatum, Jay baptize you in the name of the Father. What is that? And the Son. (laughs) And the Holy Spirit. And may the Holy Spirit work within you, that being born by water and the Spirit, you may be a faithful disciple of Christ Jesus. Be healthy and happy all the days of your life. Okay? Okay. Amen. Amen. Congregation, I'm going to uh, invite you to join in our responsive. Uh, Oh, I skipped one, did I? This is the second slide, then. Sorry about that. There we go. Now it is our joy to welcome our new sisters in Christ. Congregation, join with me in saying, through baptism, you are incorporated by the Holy Spirit into God's new creation and made to share in Christ's royal priesthood. We are all one in Christ Jesus. With joy and thanksgiving, we welcome you as members of the family of Christ. Now that might be more than they understand at this point, huh? But I'm trusting you two to translate that and repeat that over the years, so they know just what was going on, all right? We have a tradition of welcoming our our new members in christ by walking them through the congregation so you can see them and singing a song to them so the choir and jenny is going to lead us in the song and it's up on the screen so let's enjoy this moment and welcome them into the fellowship God of all grace who has called us all to eternal glory in Christ's love, establish you and strengthen you by the power of the Holy Spirit that you may live in grace, in love, and in peace. Amen. Amen. May God bless that family. And now we have a word from Pastor Christie to all the children of the church and those who are watching us online.
3: You can't go too far, two spaces. So see. Okay. Oh, hi. It is good to be back with you again this week. So Pastor Christie has missed each and every one of you and I look forward to when I'm back in the church with you. Aurora and I have been playing a game of chess. She's been kind of schooling me. I don't know if you saw at the beginning that I made a mistake and she had to <laughs> tell me what I've done, which is really good. But really what I wanted to share with you is our Sunday school lesson this week is talking about welcoming. And so earlier in the month, Aurora and I met with some of our church friends at a place called Historia Bakery. And while we were there, Mara, do you want to tell real quick what happened? So when I was sitting down, I was kind of just like sitting there while they were talking and he came up to me with two his hands like this. He said, pick one. And I chose one and it was a black chess piece. And I realized he wanted me to play chess with him. And there was a table with a chessboard and we got to play chess and he taught me a lot of strategies I didn't even know. So how did you feel going, it was the owner of the company and you got to come into his place and he welcomed you by offering you a game, right? So there's many times in our lives that other people walk into our spaces and we get to choose whether we're going to be welcoming to them or if we're going to make them feel uncomfortable. And as Conejo Connect grows and changes and does things in our community, we will meet more and more new friends. And so I want you guys to practice always being welcoming. It may not be playing chess because, you guys, it's kind of hard, or it might be playing Candyland or teaching a song or just taking a hand and saying, come, come sit with me. So friends, this week I want you to practice being welcoming to your classmates, to new people that you meet, and to those around us at church and home. I think that would be an amazing thing. What do you think, Aurora? I think it would be an amazing thing if we cheer each other how he cheered me. That would be awesome. So until we see you again in person, God bless you, and let us pray. Mighty God, help us to always be welcoming, no matter what the circumstance. Help others to feel that we treat them as Jesus would treat them. Be with us this week. Be with our teachers, our classmates, our families, and our church family. And we ask this in Jesus' name and all God's children say, Amen.
0: I was head off to Sunday school. On the, on the altar are for you guys to take with you and in front of that are the baptismal certificates so when the service is over and you're ready to leave be sure to grab those as you leave uh, today also is the 40th uh, anniversary of John and Candace Shehorn and they have uh, supplied one of the flowers for us this morning of the larger bouquet and the other one is from uh, Mike and Bobby Teobaldi who are celebrating their 58th wedding anniversary. And I see that they are with us today, so we want to congratulate them for a job well done. You know, when I was young, I wondered why people used to just make such a fuss out of anniversaries and applaud the, applaud the people. And now that I've accumulated a number of years of being married, I appreciate the applause. Way to go. Way to hang in there and do it. Congratulations to you and the Shehorns for doing it. And we also pass on our congratulations to the Ameses, who who didn't get in on the flowers in time, but are celebrating their 56th anniversary. Is Carol over there in the choir? Carol and Steve Ames, congratulations on that. And again, uh, congratulations. Job well done. Okay, if we can recapture that beautiful sentiment that the choir gave us as we were getting ready to pray, let us now send ourselves and, and be in prayer. Holy God, we know that you are with us always, and we take great joy in that, and we take great consolation in that, knowing that however distraught or overwhelmed we are or if we are in moments of great joy and rejoicing that you are with us and your spirit walks with us through all of the different terrains of our life you know the stirring of our spirits you know the yearnings of our minds and the hopes of our hearts and you steer all of that towards your good purposes for us and this creation we give you thanks and praise We think this morning of, of people in our circle of lives or who have gotten our attention who are struggling with physical or mental health issues, with troubled relationships or uncertain employment or other forms of disease or discomfort. And we pray for them this morning, Lord God. Oh Lord, hear our prayers. We think specifically of Kathy Drake and her husband, Ken, Bill and Sandy Notoff. Sally DeLong, as they deal as a family, as couples, as individuals with cancer and their treatments and the impact of that on their family life. We pray your sustenance be upon them. Help them to move forward with grace and with love. O oh Lord, hear our prayers. For Bill Kahn, who has uh, turned a corner and now is in hospice, and for his wife, Barbara, and family as they... Uh, Sit vigil with him and pray for a peaceful and comfortable passing. Transition into your arms. Oh Lord, hear our prayers. We again lift up our prayers for Judy and Joe Rivera, Mary Nolan, and Evelyn Rogers as they deal with their continuing health challenges. And specifically, we think this morning of Judy as she is now in ICU for a rare blood disorder. And for, for Cindy Fricona, she heals her, her broken foot. We pray for healing. We pray for health. Oh, Lord, hear our prayers. We think of uh, the family, the loved ones, the, the twin of Monica Bowers Bennett as they grieve, the loss of her life this week and seek to find uh, comfort and a way forward. We think of the family and friends of Dr. James Connors of La Jolla and UCSD, who also died this week. Oh, Lord, hear our prayers. We pray for Susan and Barry Falk. As they go through a transition and are nearing, uh, relocating from our community, yet Barry being in the hospital with, with swollen legs and, and both in need of, uh, of care and support as they go through this time, uh, surround them and help them to manage their challenges. Oh, Lord, hear our prayers. And we pray for all those who are suffering from COVID. Uh, We think this morning particularly of Don Keithley, who we've learned has COVID. For him and those around him and for all those with COVID and their caregivers, we pray your, your strength and your healing power. Oh, Lord, hear our prayers. And again, as we will each Sunday, It seems we will lift up our prayers for those who are suffering loss, injury, trauma through gun violence in our country and the war in Ukraine. And we pray, Lord God, that somehow you would help your children to find their way beyond this madness. O Lord, hear our prayers. We think of other people and situations that we lift up in our own private prayer. Come into these lives, Lord God, in a powerful way that helps these folk to know your support, your nurture, and your healing. Oh, Lord, hear our prayers. For those who are celebrating their anniversaries, we lift up uh, prayers of joy this day in worship, the Shihons, the Teobaldis, and the Ames. We think of Mary Nolan as she turns 102 uh, this week. We think of Sue, Susan, and Barry Falk as they have finally sold their home and are readying for their move east. We think of the joy that the Chancel Choir brings us on their return from their summer hiatus. And we think of the joy in the Surratt family. And we know that they are feeling incredibly blessed and thankful for their family and church family who are here witnessing the baptism of their children. They share their deep sense of blessings from God over this moment. For all of these joys, we give you thanks, Lord God. Oh, Lord, hear our prayers. We pray for our church as we continue in our ministries. We pray this all in your son's holy name, joining together in prayer, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us so much for that it's so great to have you back it's so great to have you back can you can you follow me so that we're not um, crazy on the on the uh... Jenny would you come here a second if if you've been paying attention the last was it five Sundays we threw like 20 hymns at this woman Gloria helped one Sunday Um, for her to play in the sermon, because the sermons were based on him. So instead of, well, all the music that she usually plays on a Sunday, she had like four times as much music to play for a month. And you did it with such a great spirit and a willingness, and you did it so very well that I wanted to give you a special oh, gift of thank
2: thanks. Oh, thank I was surprised. Thank you.
0: Thank you. We, we are so lucky to have Jenny Help us with worship.. Thank you, Jim okay.
1: This scripture is from Ephesians 3:14:19. "For this reason, I bow my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth takes its name. I pray that according to the riches of his glory, he may grant that you may be strengthened in your inner being with power through his spirit, and that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith as you are being rooted and grounded in love. I pray that you may have the power to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth, and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge, so that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God.
0: Thanks be to God. And we thank Heidi for her help today in leading worship with us. Together, let us join in our prayer of illumination. May the words of my mouth be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord. Now, if you lived through the 50s like I did, you might have thought families equaled two parents, three kids, a picket fence, a single family dwelling. Now, that was not true then, but that was the perception and the generally accepted model of Family life—you'll remember Ozzy and Harriet—and and Leave It to Beaver. When we look around us nowadays, we realize we live in a much more complicated world that the 1950s model no longer describes. Think of that show on television just in the last decade or so that was so popular. Modern Family, was it called, as, as an example of how things morphed from Ozzie and Harriet over the years. We see here in our church community this morning, there is a great variety of family households. Walk through it with me. Think about it and just kind of just take it in there are opposite gender spouses without children that make families, with children that make families, with their biological children, with adopted children, with children from prior marriages and blended families, and with children who are no longer at home, yet we still feel like they really are at home because their hands are in our pockets and they're... (laughs) Let me stop on that. And some of us have finally reached the stage of where they're not at home and they are emancipated and they are flourishing on their own, right? There's a whole set of families, right, just in what I've just described. And then there are same-gender spouses. As our social mores have changed, And gay rights are becoming more fully accepted. And those couples have the same breakdown of subsets creating their family life. Without children, with children, all of that. And then there are single parent families with the same breakdown of possibilities of children in their homes under their roof, and many of you might be in the situation of there being multi-generational families, where there's three or more together in one family household under one roof. I know a number of us have the blessings of having kids and grandkids in the neighborhood, but there are families that are all under the same roof. And there are families, are there not, where the grandparents are actually raising the children's children. Now, I say all of that just to say that when we are talking about families, we're talking about a broad swath of human experience and situations. Not just what we kind of thought of in the 50s with Leave It To Beaver. And it is challenging, this diversity. I got these statistics, maybe, I think think they were looking at demographics of uh, a decade ago, but per year, we have a rate of 6.8 per thousand of the population getting married. Each year, 7% get married of the population. Interestingly, each year, 3.6 of a 1,000 are getting divorced. Now, I'm not a mathematician, but my quick sense of that is that over half our marriages in America are ending in divorce is what that statistic says, over half. This means, well, that family life is is radically changing and finding different ways of being and that clearly not One size or one image fits all situations. And this is important for us to understand as we think about how important families are to society and how important families are to the life of the church so that we actually call ourselves as the church, a family of God. Indeed, Scripture reminds us that God is mindful of all of our lives and recognizes the value of being linked, of our being linked to one another. Some would say this is God's intention for us. We are social beings after all, aren't we? And we are relationship-minded. It's a key thing about who we are. Our ability to be loved And to love is a gift from God, and it is for our good. God wants us to experience this love and to blossom in who we are through this love. May that be true for all of us in our families and in our significant relationships that we are able to give love and experience love and to blossom. And we feel that it is a blessing from God. Interestingly, our Wednesday morning Bible study took a deep dive from our looking at the epistles of Paul into the life of the, of the early church. And in a book study that we inserted into our Bible study, we got a better sense of how in the early church, this Jesus movement, this beginning of what is the life of the church, drew a diverse variety of people who came together and established themselves in their opposition to Roman oppression, and in their difference to some of the patterns of Jewish worship, established themselves as family. They lived with one another as family. And indeed, that's where that phrase community of faith as the family of faith comes from and that these folks, though of different biological families, came together in their experience of the saving grace of Jesus and created an intentional family for themselves. Now some of you might be looking at our church that way, that that you chose to be a part of this church to intentionally engage in creating a family that you could be with. I know for the Dilges who had grandparents across the whole continent, local churches were very important for us because it was in those local churches that we found the more weekly or monthly grandmas and grandpas for our kids. Church is family, and it goes way back to Jesus' time. You might even remember... It's called one of the hard sayings of Jesus, where Jesus is is challenged by his mom and his family to come on home, stop all this, whatever it is that you're doing, and come on home with us. And Jesus is told that his family is outside, his biological family is outside saying that to him, and he says... My family is from God, the ones that believe in God. It's a difficult moment when we read it through the eyes of Mother Mary or of Brother James, the, the distance that Jesus is kind of setting there from them as he establishes the distance that we as believers might feel coming together in faith. He's highlighting the power of these chosen families over against just the standard biological ones. Family is the central place for this experience and nurture of love. And amid the variety of households in modern society that might be our story, there are some commonalities in our family life that are good to accentuate because families matter. A child's sense of well-being in the world begins with his family, her family. Children grow confident and emotionally centered as best as, as biologically able to do that, when their needs are attended to in consistent and fair manners, does that sound right? Rather than being ignored or met inconsistently, when the primary relationships are supportive and caring rather than being abusive and neglectful, right? When they are listened to and thereby affirmed in their being, rather than being overlooked and minimized. When they are encouraged to grow and succeed, rather than being expected to not measure up or expected to fail. Regardless of the diversity of family demographics, we all want health and wholeness, we want our home to be a place of love, hope, trust, and peace. And there are a few keys to family life that helps this to happen. Family is to be an environment of love and acceptance. No emotional or physical violence in the family, among the family. Argue fairly. Fairly and resolve it appropriately, right? Let's work towards that. Move into the next moment or the next day, affirming the relationship. Home needs to be a place of safety. Home needs to be a place of refreshment. Family is to be an environment of love and acceptance. Create enough emotional and physical space that people can be themselves, that people can be individuals. Affirm uniqueness and diversity of each family member. Build stronger family groups that are built on the diversity of the talents of the family. Learn to love unconditionally is to be a pathway of growth towards health and wholeness. We need to make rooms for our failures, our mistakes, as well as our successes. We need to set appropriate goals and goals that uplift one another as we grow. We need to set limits and goals that underscore the desired direction of our family which is for physical health, emotional health, relational health, intellectual health, cultural health, spiritual health. Physical health, emotional balance, relational experiences, intellectual competency, cultural exposure, spiritual awareness. These are the goals of our lives. These are the goals of our families, however diverse our makeup might be. And we want to model and inform our children as to what these qualities look like so that they can grow up into these qualities and maximize them for themselves. So we as parents or grandparents want to do our best to be well-balanced, and have significant, helpful relationships. We want to have a spiritual reality be a part of our lives so that our children and our grandchildren can see what that looks like. And I think our children are at a severe disadvantage in, in modern society when so many of us don't spend the time to be Uh, spiritual beings and to be active in a religious community because I think children can be equally lost if they think there is no God and they are adrift in a meaningless world of chaos or if they think they are God and can control and shape everything around them. And neither is true. They are creature. A loving God the church believes families matter so we are here to help these family matters may God help us all to do all that we can to be the kind of person God would want us to be and to construct the kind of family that God would want for us May this be true, not only for the Surratt family and their extended family, but for for each one of us, Russ and David and Tom and Carol and, and all of us, however it is that we experience these gifts of God, may we see that they are gifts of God, cherish them and blossom within them. Amen.
1: We are invited to share of your financial resources via the instruction that will appear momentarily on the screen to help support the ministries of Christ that happen through our congregation. If you are worshiping in person, you're invited to take advantage of the ushers in person who will, who will be passing offering plates down the fuse. Your generosity is needed to keep us going, to keep us doing the good we do. So give generously and be part of what happens in our people's lives through the congregation of UMCWV. These gifts and those who give them, that our ministries in your Son's Spirit might thrive, helping your kingdom come here on earth as it is in heaven. Amen. 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 Amen.
0: Service has been a blessing to you. With the Spirit's lead and support, create your family and learn the ways of love. Seek the wholeness of a healthy self for all of your loved ones anchored in the Holy Spirit. Let the work of that Spirit and of one another be such that this is a beautiful, great. Stay safe, be healthy, know that you are loved. Be blessed by that spirit and be a blessing to others. Amen. Amen. Amen.